Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hi, this is episode number 154 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is Attributes That Belong Only to God, Part 3. Even now, as I am recording this, you may hear downpouring of rain in the background and even thunder. It's been amazing to me as I have been recording this month how I've made reference to the nature that is around me and the awesome, wonderful power and majesty of our God. Now, when I talk about attributes, I am talking about the character of God. And this month, so far, we have discussed the attributes of God being triune, transcendent, infinite, and possessing eminence. Today, we will focus on the attribute that belongs only to God, that of His being immutable. This month, William and I will celebrate another anniversary. We are drawing closer to the mark of being married for 50 years. It's unreal how fast the years have gone. And I love him more today than when I first met him. He is the perfect mate and the only man that I have loved and been intimate with. I had a few boyfriends in high school, but not one of them can stand up to my hubby. Yet during the years of being together, we have changed a lot. We're not the same people that we were when we first met, and I'm sure that we're not going to be the same people in just a few years. That's why this attribute of God being immutable is a challenge for any of us to try to grasp hold of. We can change our minds from one minute to the next. We can set out to do something in the morning and wind up doing five other things before noon. So the attribute of God being immutable means that he does not change. In Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, it says, I, the Lord, do not change. In Numbers chapter 23 verse 19, it says, God is not man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak? and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? And then Isaiah chapter 46 verses 9 to 10 says, Remember the things I have done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God, and there is none like me. Only I can tell you the future, 
before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. And then James chapter 1 verse 17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So the Bible is clear that God is immutable. He does not change. For something to change, there has to be a time before and a time after. For example, a seed. You have a seed and then it changes into a flower. Another example, you have a caterpillar and then it changes into a butterfly. The times before and the times after in these examples show forth a change that has taken place. Last week, we learned the attribute of God being transcendent and infinite. So he is not confined to time, past, present, or future. So there is not anything in regards to him as a time being before and a time after. God is not confined to time, whether it's past, present, or future. Also, for something to change, it either had to have something added to it to make it better, or either something taken away from it to make it worse. God is perfect. He does not need anything. So therefore, he cannot change for the better. Being perfectly eternal, nothing is ever going to be subtracted from him, so he cannot change for the worse. So again, in this, God is immutable. God is omniscient, which means he's all-wise. So he cannot change his mind in the sense of realizing a mistake or backtracking or trying something new. When someone changes his or her mind, it's often because new information has come to light that wasn't previously known or because the circumstances have changed and require a different attitude or action. But God is omniscient. He cannot learn something new that he didn't already know. So when the Bible speaks of God changing his mind, it must be understood that the circumstance or situation has changed, not God. When we read about Jonah and his dealings with Nineveh, and God's dealings with the Israelites, or expressions of how God grieved that he had made man in, on the earth in Genesis. When we read these verses, it seems to speak of God repenting or relenting or of changing his mind, and it seems to contradict the doctrine of God's immutability. But realize God changes his treatment of us in response to our choices, and it has nothing to do with his character. 
In fact, because God does not change, he must treat the righteous differently from the unrighteous. If someone repents, God consistently forgives. If someone refuses to repent, God consistently judges. He is unchanging in his character, his plan, and his being. He cannot one day be angry with the unrepentant and then the next day be pleased with the unrepentant. That would show him to be mutable and untrustworthy. For God to tell Nineveh, I'm going to judge you, and then, after they repent, refuse to judge them, may look like God changed his mind. But in reality, God was still simply staying true to his character. He remained merciful by giving warning, and he remained righteous in his character by forgiving them. His character did not change. So does man's change of heart change God? <laughs> Isn't it crazy for us to think that we have that much power to change God? No. If anything, our salvation points to the fact that God does not change. Because had he not saved us for the sake of Christ, he would have acted contrary to his very character. So no matter what happens to us, we can depend on God to remain the same. In this changing world, that should bring a lot of comfort and security to us. God is always going to be consistent, unchanging, and unchangeable. He is trustworthy, and we can depend upon him time and time again. Boy, I praise God that he's immutable. And I'm sure you are doing the same thing right now as well. So let's worship and praise our God for being an awesome God. And now set a reminder to join me again next week and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.